Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Back to Basic. I am your host, Danielle Costa. Ooh, do I usually say my full name in these intros? I'm not sure, but if you didn't know, now you do. I am Danielle Costa, and this has been a very interesting week. I feel like I'm moving really slow, but things are moving really fast, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I'm dragging. It's very cold. It's February. It's like a very weird time of year where winter is here. Spring is coming. Like, I can see it on the horizon. We've had a few warm days that have definitely been a tease. But then it gets cold again or it snows again or there's ice on my car. And it just reminds me that, no, we're still in the middle of winter and it's going to be a little bit. And I know that I'm like a lot of people where I get recharged when it's nicer out, when I can see other people, when I can do more things. And so I just think that this time of year makes me drag a little bit. And especially because as I've spoken about, it's been a weird year so far. I mean, just with like COVID and it's been really cold here and there's just a lot of things that are happening and so it's just making me drag a little bit as well and admittedly also making me drag a little bit on productivity and like obviously I know that I don't always have to be productive and things happen and I don't really need to do something amazing every single day but that being said, I've realized that I've just kind of been a little lazy with it, frankly, and I just need to kind of get back to a place where I'm doing things every day to make myself feel good, and I've spoken about it before when I talked about how I felt stuck right now, and I know I got a lot of feedback that people felt that way as well, and specifically, I spoke to one of my friends who's actually on the podcast today, Pebbles. Uh, You may know her from Peb Talks. She's been on Back to Basic before. Her and I um, have known each other for a while now, and we connected the other day about this exact thing, about feeling stuck, about not feeling productive, feeling like you're dragging a little bit. Um, And she said this thing to me that I really loved, and it was about no zero days and about doing a little something every single day where it helps push you forward, it makes you feel productive, but it doesn't have to be hours and hours of work. It doesn't have to be this huge, huge thing. It can be very simple. It can be something small. And I love that energy. I think that's a really positive way to look at it. It's also a way that I think I've spoken about before and that I know Noah has talked about before as well, which was this chip away method of doing something small every single day and feeling good about it, congratulating yourself for it. Instead of saying, oh, I only did this one thing, it's I did this thing to help me. And I think that I also generally overwhelm myself with all of these things that I want to do. I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And I've always been a person that has my hands in a lot of things. But I think I also have realized in conversation with other people that I also need to kind of focus my energy on one thing at a time. And that's not to say I can't do other things. It's just let's get this one thing to a place where I feel really good about it and I've put a lot of effort into it. And then we can branch off and do other things as well. And I think Pebble's idea of no zero days is something that I really want to start implementing within this podcast, within my professional life, and within just personal stuff. Like going for a 10-minute walk, you know, every day. Maybe I couldn't get to the gym. Maybe I was so busy with work. I mean, just as an example, 
I wanted to go work out the other night after work and I had a work call go really late and I was just sending a bunch of emails and then it was also like 10 degrees out and it just wasn't the day for it. And admittedly, I did not do any sort of physical activity. And I look back on that now, talking about this no zero days after speaking to Pebbles, and I'm like, I could have went for a 10-minute walk. I could have done maybe 10 minutes of yoga. I could have done something. And it doesn't have to be this big thing. It can be this small thing to help me chip away. I spoke about baby steps in my last solo episode, and I feel like that's pretty similar, right? You, you do small things to lead up to this big goal. And Pebble's idea of no zero days is a great way to positively twist that as well and to look at it positively of, I did this one thing, I feel good, no zero today, right? Like I didn't take the L today, I did something great. And so it's something that I'm going to start really trying to implement here. Um, hopefully you'll start to see that pay off as well because I'm trying to put a lot more effort into the things that I want to be putting effort into. And I think that there's this misconception that you have to be doing all these things all the time and like your quote unquote side hustle has to be what you spend, you know, your five to nine doing. You know what I mean? Like I work nine to five, five to nine needs to be my side hustle and all these extra things that I'm trying to do. And of course, that's that's correct to a certain extent, right? Like I'm going to spend my free time working on these things, but it doesn't have to be my entire night. It doesn't have to be every single night. It can be spread out. I think the other part of it for me personally is I need to get in some sort of habit and routine with it because that will also help me. So if I'm focusing on one thing, right, and I'm still wanting to do a bunch of other little things, but I'm focusing a lot of my energy on one thing, then if I schedule it out a little bit, then maybe I can schedule a little extra time for some of these other little things. So no zero days. I love that concept. I love that Pebbles shared that with me and I think that I'm going to try that. I think that's a positive way to look at things. And, you know, speaking of positive, Pebbles, who's also Alyssa, you'll hear me call her that, she is so positive. Her and I connected, uh, like I said, a little while ago, and we just wanted to, like, lift each other up and celebrate each other, and we both were feeling the same things with our podcasts and just professionally and just in life, and so having that soundboard of another woman in the industry, another podcaster who's going through it and also just trying to figure it out has been amazing. And we wanted to kind of celebrate that. I wanted to celebrate a little Galentine's. Obviously, when this is getting released, it's a little belated of a Galentine's. But you know what? It's like I say for Valentine's Day, you don't have to celebrate the love you have for someone just one day a year. And the same thing goes with your girls, with the women in your life. And so I'm releasing this and we are celebrating Galentine's and positive self-talk and positive love and appreciation for all those women in my life. And this year I felt really lucky because I was able to celebrate Galentine's with so many different women in my life. And I'm so grateful for all of them. And I'm also grateful for you for for listening, for sticking with it, and for also, you know, letting me know that I'm not alone in feeling this way or feeling stuck or feeling like I'm dragging because of this weather or whatever else. Um, it's the power of community and, I don't know, the back to basic gang. I'm thinking of names. So that being said, happy Galentine's to all of my ladies out there. Happy Valentine's to every person out there. Happy back to basic day. 
Hey, Pebs, how are you? I am doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming back on Back to Basic. I know, you know, this is in real time, like Pebs and I have been talking for a bit already, but um, I'm just so excited to get to connect with you again and um, catch up because it's been a while. Every time we talk, I always feel like so much more, I don't know, like refueled. Do you know what I mean? Like I get all these like great ideas and like, I feel like there's so much that we can do, especially as women too, like when we work together and then we're like an actual like embodiment of that happening. I love that. I I actually feel the same way. I feel like whenever I talk to people who are just like really passionate about what they do, it's you, that energy is so contagious, you know, like you just feel that and you want to also do better. Does that make sense? Right. No, a hundred percent. It's like, I feel that you want the best for me and I want the best for you and we just can kick ass together, you know? Yeah. It's a love fest here, which is convenient because <laughs> this is the Galentine's episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, first of all, do you celebrate Galentine's? Like, do you go out with your girls? Do you do anything like that? So this is the first year that I've asked like a small number of ladies. We were going to rent out like an igloo, you know, one of those like warm igloo yeah. things and then go ice skating. Um, but you know, things, life happens. So I think we're just probably going to go ice skating and take some cute pictures for the gram and yeah, just have those memories together. But normally I want it to be a Leslie Nope on Parks and Rec who came up <laughs> with Galentine's Day, but uh, I can't come close to be real. Uh, it's, I wish I could just like throw one of those parties and have like a bunch of girls just come and like, it's so hard though, because as adults, which we are adults, uh, it is so hard to like, catch up with people and like coordinate schedules. And like you were saying, like plans fall through because of life. And I've just noticed more and more as we get older that trying to find that time is so important and so precious. And so even if it is a small little Galentine's or I'm getting brunch with like two people, it's still something. It's still having a good time with the people that, you know, you love. And filling each day with as much positivity and love that I can. Like, that's like my new goal in life. So that's on track with that. So wait, why is this your new goal? I I mean, it's a great goal, but why is it like the new thing? Every morning, it's so funny being a person in radio. I, when I drive into work every morning, refuse to listen to anything at all. And I reflect on where I'm at and what I want and what will happen And I have realized every morning that my mind always is like, how can I make my life and other people's lives better? And how can I continue to be a light in other people's life? Because I have like people who I call lights in my life and I want to be a light for other people. And so every day I kind of like rack my brain, like, how can I do that? How can I do that? And so I realized if I could just spill and pour out as much positivity and kindness and happiness and laughter as I can, then my life is going to have all of those things in it too. So I love that. That is like, that is very deep. First of all, (laughs) I'm just going to let you know, it's very deep. Uh, um, But I feel like just, you're so positive, first of all, but being positive is so important, but it is so hard. So you and I have talked about this. You actually had messaged me after one of my last episodes where I said I was feeling a little stuck. I was feeling like I was being a little negative towards myself and maybe where I have gotten to in life or in you know this podcast or in my career. And you were telling me that you are actively trying to like be positive to yourself as well as others. Yeah. So how do you do that? Like, what are your tips for being positive and 
moving away from that negative self-talk because it's really hard. And like, if you have a really hard day or a hard moment, like it is so easy to just like be negative or be down on yourself. Like, how do you twist that? How do you turn that around? You have to force yourself. And it's so funny. Like, let me use a metaphor. When I was like 18 years old and I went to the casino because I live in Eastern Connecticut next to two of the largest casinos in the country. So I would often like walk by with people like my brother's older than me. And he would say, you can walk in that gaming room if you just like acted like you had that confidence, like as if you were over 21. But I was petrified and absolutely (laughs) could not like I was pooping my pants. So basically... I never did go into those because it's illegal. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But just with that metaphor, I believe that like everybody is just holding themselves back from that. Like it's right there. And if you have enough confidence, you should just go for it and just do it. And everybody else around you is going to believe you. And that includes your own brain. So you have to tell your brain things that even you yourself don't believe yet. But eventually, if you keep repeating it over and over and over again, I've learned that your brain like actually doesn't know the difference and it will start to latch on to the things that you tell yourself every day and that you genuinely believe. So daily mantras and self-affirmations help me get out of negative self-talk. That is the number one thing. Anytime I think something negative, like, and I would focus on the pot. Exactly. You have to force yourself to. So that's how I do it. I mean, fake it till you make it. They that's, do say that. That's it. Fake it in, yeah. to the casino <laughs> past that bodyguard. <laughs> I mean, when you're younger, when you're a little kid, you, I feel like we're jaded as adults. And when little kids are just them being themselves, they don't care about what anyone else thinks. They don't care about, like, they don't think negatively. Like they're just right. themselves and they just do their own thing. And I always think about that sometimes because- I don't know. I have like nieces and when they are little, they just were such spitfires. And you're like, how did you get the confidence to just say whatever you wanted? And you're like, oh, because you don't realize yet that maybe like you shouldn't quote unquote. Um, and so I love the, the reframing, how you think of yourself or how you, how you present yourself to yourself. I feel like daily affirmations are, are huge and I'm really trying to get more into it myself. Do you like have a ritual? Do you say it to yourself? I know you said that when you're driving to work, you kind of like reflect, um, or is it the thing that when you realize it's happening, you kind of start repeating these mantras to yourself? Do you have anything like that? So normally when people say like, yeah, they have their own mantra or daily affirmation, they have like a set like thing that they say to themselves in a specific order. And they say it the same way every time, which I think is wonderful and great, but I can't trust my memory enough on that. (laughs) And so I want to make sure that I say things to my brain that I believe most first and then like things I might need to convince myself a little bit later in my affirmations. But no, I, I do whatever I need in that moment. So yeah. I, I went skiing this past week and I've never been skiing before in my life. And my husband made me go down the really, really like a bigger slope. Mm. And I was pooping my pants like it was really terrifying for me. And I realized that I didn't have another option. I had to self-talk myself down that hill and I did it. And I was so freaking proud the entire time. I was like, you can do this. You can do this. Don't give up. You got this. You you won't fall. You got this. Just balance, balance. And like I was talking to myself and it worked out because it was all good thoughts. 
Yeah. You know what? It's like you didn't taint yourself with negative thoughts or you didn't tell yourself, I can't do this, which I feel like then you might not be able to do it. Right. No, it's like, I would have not gone down that hill, girl. There's no way. Yeah. Like I was at one point, I I knew there was a fork in the road and mentally I was going to either go down the hill on the back of a jet ski and someone was going to have to come save me <laughs> oh or I was going to actually ski down and use the information that my husband had taught me, you know, just an hour earlier. So I, I went with that what, route because I thought it would be a yeah. little less embarrassing. So <laughs> <laughs> a little less like woman falls on ski slope. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, I fell a few times, but I got down. <laughs> Hey, you fell, but you got back up. Right, right, exactly. That's the whole thing. <laughs> uh, so, okay, I, this is like sort of the same topic, but I just want to ask you a side question about that. Yeah. Are you someone who is, I don't want to use the term fearless because I feel like fear and anxiety is is so nuanced and there's so many levels to it, but you know, you're skiing, you're going down this big uh, hill and you're saying that you were really nervous about it. Are you someone that, you jump into things like that, that maybe scare you or are you someone who like, like you said, needs to talk yourself up to it. Cause yeah, I've the, like, it, it's hard. That last one there. Yeah. I have to, <laughs> you need to talk, talk yourself up. I don't usually put myself in situations where I am fearful or even wildly challenged. I, mm. this was a more recent experience and I'm actually really happy while it was really scary. I'm really happy that I went through it because I don't know if mentally I would have, had the same thoughts go through my head a year ago, but it's all about, you know, talking yourself up and giving yourself that confidence. And I've been doing that for a little while now. And I feel like that actually like kicked in and like came in handy this time. Yeah. For like real life quote right. unquote situations. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I really, I see, I, I, again, don't really want to use the term fearless, but I don't have like fears. Like if you said to me, like, do you want to jump out of a plane? I'd be like, yeah, when and where? Wow. Like, let's go. Really? Yeah. No, I'm just, not like yeah. that. <laughs> I just like, I, I don't know. I like, and trust me, like I would be freaking out once I'm like there, but like, I would still do it. And like, I, my boyfriend and I are going to travel. And I saw, I found this TikTok of this girl who did like bungee jumping in Arizona or something. And I sent it to him and I was like, can I do this? I want to do this. And he was like, are you insane? Cause he has like a fear of heights. And I was like, I don't know, maybe am I like, I just want to jump. I just want to do it. And so, um, I, but like, I will do that stuff. But when it comes to like talking myself up more or like putting myself in, in more of those maybe uncomfortable situations, it takes me a little bit more time to get there. So I feel like everyone is so different, but we're all alike too, with those things. We all yeah. have fears and anxieties and we just the way that we handle it and approach it, like we could learn from each other. Like I could learn from you, you know, giving yourself positive self-talk uh, for when I need to, you know, kind of do something and try to kick ass at it. Or I should say now, right, not try because we're trying to be positive. So kick ass at it. <laughs> no, and I could definitely learn from you, too, being a little bit more willing, I guess. And then so yeah. hesitant and like I always need a to good see word. I have to see somebody else do something before me because I mm. feel like I can absorb whatever failures they <laughs> incur. And then, <laughs> and then I can like, bam, I know what to do now, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, look at me. Look what I just did. Even though I totally just stole all of that from the other. Listen, this is what we were just talking about before we started recording. You are the hero of your story. And like, I remember years ago, I had like a falling out with friends, right? And 
I was like really upset because I was like, okay, I, I am the villain, right? Like I am the bad person here when there really was like no bad person. Yeah. I was the bad person. Um, I've been there before and that is right. Yeah. And it's hard because like what happened for you? Like what, how, how was that feeling knowing that you are the villain in someone else's, someone else's story? I don't know if you're as big of a fan of The Office as me, but mm. there's a scene where Pam, the uh, receptionist, she says into the camera, like in one of those like solo one-on-one conversations, and she says, I feel like everybody would like me if they just took the time to get to know me. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. she, yeah, she doesn't want to be hated by anybody. And so that that is me. I mm. hate the idea that there's somebody out there that doesn't like me. And mm, I feel like it's my job to like convince everybody like why I'm a good person, you know? It's really hard because I think that you and I have that in common. Like we both just want to like be good people and be nice to people and just like have that, you know? And yeah. so knowing that someone thinks negative of negatively of you is is really hard. And, you know, it took me a while to come to a place where I was like, okay, like, no matter what I do, I could be the nicest person. I could be the biggest person. I could turn around and apologize and say, I'm sorry for everything I did, but I will always be the bad guy in that story. You know what I mean? And like, I could do everything that I know is right, but everyone has different perspectives. Everyone has different, what would you say? Like levels or like yardsticks, I guess, of what they think is good and what they think is bad. And like, So it took me a really long time to just kind of get over that and just be like, okay, I am going to be the villain in those stories, no matter what I do. So it's interesting that you say that, like, it's hard for you when other people don't like you and you feel like you have to change their minds. Have you ever like actually run into that situation where you've actually had to try to change or like, like you do it for yourself, positively twist it? Have you ever had that? Um, actually like... (laughs) I think that's what I think. And then when I finally am in front of the person, I'm like, who cares? I know me better than anybody else. And Mm. I know that my intentions were good. You know what I mean? And if that's what that person wants to think, then that's on them. But at the end of the day, when I go back home or when I'm alone or I'm on that drive home and I'm thinking to myself and I have all that anxiety, why did I say that? Why did I do that? You know, what if that person misunderstood you? I have like a million thoughts about it, but yeah, like when I'm actually like dealing with the situation itself, I'm always like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you shouldn't yeah. worry about what they're thinking or anything like that. But then mm. in hindsight, it's, it's easier said than done. Oh my God. Especially that after anxiety that you just mentioned, Yeah, that is, I, do you do that thing where you overthink things that you said or yes. maybe how they came off or I'll be in a zoom meeting for work And I'll say something or I'll just like make a casual joke. Like obviously nothing offensive, of course, but like I'll just make a casual joke about, I don't know, something stupid. And then I'll get off and I'll be like, ooh, should I have not said that? Like everyone laughed and and everything was fine. But like, should I have not said that? And isn't that funny? Because like like you just said, Mm -hmm. like everything was fine and everybody laughed. Right. But then why is it that your brain like picks that shit apart? Oh, my gosh. It's so hard in professional settings and also even like you know going back like to friends like sometimes I'll say something and then and maybe that's just you know from having some bad fallouts and some situations with friends that now I'm like hyper focused but I'll like leave dinner and I'll be like oh that was so great like oh my god we made plans for next time and then I'll be like oh why did I wait why why were we talking about that did I did I say something like (laughs) and I'm like why and it's always like 
right after or the next morning. Like I call it my like social hangover (laughs) because I'm very social. I know you are too. Like we're people person. Like we want to talk to everyone and you know, then you do it. And like, it's not that I have social anxiety. I have like post social anxiety. So like the next day I'm like, oh my God. You named it. I love that. Post social anxiety. (laughs) Do you do that too? Yes. Because while I'm having the conversation and like everything's great and I feel like I'm reading it really well and I'm like, you know, like I feel like I am a social person and then I evaluate everything that just happened. But why? I don't know. It's annoying. It's really annoying. There's other times though, and I don't know, maybe you have this too. There's specific people that I'll leave and then I'll feel the exact opposite. I'll be like, wow, I feel like that person just like recharged my battery. Yes. Oh, 100%. Like how you said in the beginning of this convo, like when you and I speak, like usually we're like catching up and then we're also like, okay, like what could we do? Like we had a whole off- Mike conversation about like podcast brainstorming and where we feel like we are and where we want to be. And like those conversations light me up. Like they make me feel more ready, I guess is the word. And more like, okay, I feel like I I am focused. Like, you know, when you feel like you lose focus a little bit and sometimes like I can talk to myself over and over again to try to like find it. But if I talk to you, if I talk to someone else who I know, like gets that, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I feel like I I know again. I feel like I know where I need to go. You've been confirmed in what you believe or say or whatever. Yeah. hundred percent. And you feel like you actually just got like energized from it. Yes. And it's not necessarily about like a validation thing, right? Cause we're talking obviously a lot about you need to self-validate and you need to know that like you're good. And like, if someone misinterpreted something you said, like you can't really control how someone necessarily here's what you have to say right but you can only do your best in like how you present yourself but I mean then you also have the positive conversations or interactions that just make you feel good and like that's I think what we're kind of talking about this recharge yeah when it's organic between another person like it doesn't happen and I think it's stupid to think that it could happen with every person that you meet I try to And then Mm -hmm. it just, and I think that's where the anxiety comes from. It's like, how come that person didn't seem to have received me as well as that person, you know? Yeah. And then I'm evaluating that and for what? Always. Well, and like you are on a morning show. We also talked about this earlier and you're like in the public eye, right? And so you deal with a lot of opinions and a lot of people who are talking at you or about you. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's also hard because they're going to say what they're going to say negatively, positively, whatever it might be. And some of those comments, I'm sure do recharge you a little bit, do give you a little bit of like, oh, cool. Like, thank you. And the other ones are like, what the fuck? Like, why? (laughs) Um, And we talked about it a little bit, but like, how do you deal with that? Like, you know, it's the negative self-talk and all that stuff that you twist around, which I love and I need to try this. But how do you deal with that kind of uh, negativity. Cause that's coming from outside sources that don't really know you personally or what you're about. They yeah. hear you every morning, but they don't know you. That's a really good question. I really try to look at the big picture of life and mm. I get like really deep. My goodness. <laughs> like just, yeah, you're very that. deep. <laughs> I really try to think of life as a whole. And I oftentimes when stuff like that challenges me, I think about what I'm going to be thinking about when I'm 75 years old. 
and I'm reflecting on my life and all of the things that I've done and things that I could have said. And I just want to make sure that I always make myself proud. And so I think that helps when somebody challenges me or thinks that they can do what I do better. Uh, yeah, I just try to remind myself all the time, you know, like you're you and no one can be you. And if you're happy at the end of the day and if your family backs you and loves you still, then you did nothing wrong and everything is right in line. So I try to look at the big picture. I love that. Wow. That's like really pretty. Like that's like perspective. That's like putting things into perspective, like these little annoyances during the day, these people who might not like you or say something mean or whatever. It's just like putting it into, into a place where it's like, I know me, I know my heart, I know my intentions. And like, I think at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. Right. Cause you know, again, you could be the villain in someone's story, but if I'm listening to what's being said about me, but I sit here and I say, look, they can think what they want. Maybe they received that interaction different, but I know my heart. Yeah. I know what I set to put out there. And I know that I am trying, I'm trying to be a good person. And like, I'm sure the same for you. Like you're trying to be positive. You're trying to like do something good, whatever that might look like. So that is, I love that perspective. I feel like a lot of people could learn from that, honestly. I just want to say, like, you should definitely push it back on that person. If somebody's saying something negative about you, that shows mm -hmm. everything you need to know about that person. That mm -hmm. person feels better at put when they put somebody down. Why would you want to hang out with the person like that? Um, yeah. If they're being negative or if they went out of their way to throw shade, that shows oh, yeah. everything about them and nothing about you. So I try yeah. to remind myself that. I, I try to think of that too. Like I've, it's been like years since I've had like very curt interactions, I should say. Um, but occasionally they still pop up in my head, you know, where I'm like, Ooh, this person said this. And like, I've had people say things to me that I know are not true, but it's also like, I chose to deescalate instead of kind of come back and say, let me tell you why you're wrong about me. Cause I realized I could tell you until I'm blue in the face. I could give you examples. I could give you professional references and personal references. <laughs> and I can give you, you know, my ratings, like my friends can rate me, but I, why would I do that? Because you already think, you know, what and who I am. And so I really like the perspective of what is the bigger picture. And also like, if someone is being like mean to you or treating you a certain way that says more about them than about you. That helped me get through some stuff. Cause yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. I feel like there was a lot of people who, cause it's competitive, this industry, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I feel like you can kind of get beat up a little bit, especially in the beginning when you don't really know um, what's what yet. And um, oh, yeah. just by getting older and more mature and realizing like, what is my purpose and you know, and what I do and everything that I do. And if I just, you know, I feel so much better now. I'm going to be turning 30. I feel like 30 is going to be better than my 20s. And yes. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Honestly, like I will say, because I have some friends who just turned 30 or are turning 30 this year as well. And everyone's like, oh, my God. And I said, look, I was the most dramatic I could possibly be about turning 30. <laughs> I had a funeral for my 20s. Like I was very dramatic. But it's weirder to say that you're 30 than it is to be 30. I feel like I'm the same as I was in my twenties. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I'm older. I just feel like it's weird when someone says, how old are you? And you're like, 
oh yeah, like I'm in my thirties now. We're in but, like a whole new bracket. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It's like, now I need to check a different box. Oh. It's like a whole thing. But I will say that a lot of people that I spoke to that are a few years older than us, like beforehand, when I was like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. Like, this is crazy. Like, should I be further in life? And like professionally, personally, whatever. A lot of people were like, no, first of all, because those arbitrary timelines are just that they're arbitrary. And you are exactly where you should be. And also, like you said, people said your thirties are better than your twenties. Like that was a consistent answer that I got. Good. That's awesome to hear because yeah, yeah I, ha- I haven't heard any advice yet. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the, n- the number a little, but <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, I think it's harder to get there than it is to be there. Okay. Yeah. I think 30 yeah. is going to be a good, good decade. Yeah. We'll make it one. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty 30. Let's go. (laughs) And if not, we'll brainstorm on another podcast episode. Yes, exactly. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much. Uh, You're going to hear from Alyssa a lot more because hopefully we we got some stuff. I think that we're rolling around in our brains a little bit. Yeah, I definitely think that we should continue on our path of what we're discovering in 2022. I love it. And you can hear more of this positive talk that we just went through uh, on this episode on Peb's podcast. So Alyssa, tell us where we can listen to you, where we can find you. Just plug it in. Cool. So it's called Peb Talks Podcast. And you can remember that really simply by seeing if you need a pep talk in your life, you just go to Peb Talks and uh, you can listen every Friday at 5 p.m. Pebtalks.com is the website and you can follow at peb.talks on Instagram. I love it. And this was basically just like a whole Peb Talk, a whole pep talk. I love it. Now I feel so much more positive and so much more like, okay, like let's, let's fucking go, Alyssa. We got this. Yes, you can do it. We're, we're going to do it. All women on air, all humans. We got this. Yes. We're just, this is a love fest and we're just sending love to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, Danielle. Happy Valentine's, <laughs> Alyssa. I love you. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, that was my conversation with Alyssa Pebbles. If you want to check her out, make sure you give her a follow and give her podcast a follow. I'm actually going to be on her podcast this week as well, so definitely check that out. Please give me a follow at Danielle Maria Costa. Give the podcast a follow at Back to Basic Podcast. Let me know who you want me to get back to basic with, what you want me to get back to basic about, and make sure you rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things. And of course, I will see you on Wednesdays because on Wednesdays, we podcast.